Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 10th, 2020. I'm excited about the message this morning. One of the reasons why is because I'm excited every day, but it's a Friday. It's Friday mornings. I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong. And I also have another reason is because today is the last message that you're going to get from me for a week. Uh, Next week, I'll be on vacation. I really need a break. I know that you understand that. We all need a break. I'm going to spend some time and just take some downtime, really spend some time with my family, spend some time with God, just relax. And I am super duper looking forward to it. So listen, um, I have about 2000 videos on YouTube. So just go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. There's lots of content there or just go to todaysword.org. And there are thousands, like over 5,000 messages on todaysword.org. About 2000 of them have videos with it. So todaysword.org, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Check those out during the break, but pray for me. I really need a break. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience, and I trust that this series has been a blessing to you thus far. We've been into it now for over 12 weeks. This is Faith and Patience, part 61, and the title of today's message is Don't Forget Why God Blessed You. Look at me. God blesses you. And when he does, listen, this series is about faith and patience and you've been holding on, right? You're holding on till your change comes. When your change finally comes and the blessing finally comes and, and it's manifested in your life, when that happens, don't forget why God blessed you. Let's talk about it. James 1, 2 through 4, foundational scripture. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, you should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it actually develops inside of you the power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger, 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 it releases perfection or maturity into every area, every aspect of your life to the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. And that's where we want to be. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says that there's a time, there's a season for everything, and everything is going to happen in your life, watch this, at just the right time. And then finally, Genesis 45. This is where we are today. I'm going to read for you verses 9 through 15. There's a lot here, so let's get into it so we can get into the word. The Bible says, Joseph said to his brothers, listen, hurry back to my father and tell him, your son Joseph says, hey, I'm the master of all of Egypt. Come as fast as you can and join me here. I'm going to give you a place to live in, in Goshen, where I live, so you could be close to me. It will be a place for you, your children, your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and anything else you need. Anything you need, I've got you. I will take care of you completely. Listen, there's still five more years of famine ahead. You guys have been struggling for two years, but there's five 
more years of famine ahead. But if you come here to Goshen and live with me, I will take care of you. Everything that you need and everyone that you're connected to won't want for anything. Glory to God. He said, look at me. Listen, he says, you can see for yourselves. And, and even uh, Benjamin, because they were still like, oh my God, is this Joseph? He's like, Benjamin can tell that that's me. Listen, I'm telling you with my own mouth. I'm telling you this. Tell my father that I, I hold this high position in Egypt and tell him everything that you've seen here and tell him to come. And, and listen, that I'm, I want to be a blessing to you guys. Then the Bible says that Joseph threw himself on his brother Benjamin's neck and he wept and he cried and he was holding him and then he, he was kissing his brothers and he was crying all over them. And he was like, man, I want to bless you guys. You guys are living in, in famine and I am living in overflow and I want to be a blessing to you. Come on, man. Tell daddy to come. Bring everybody, everything. It doesn't matter. I got you all covered. I know why I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Let's talk about it. So what does this mean to you today? You're like, Rick, whoa, hold on. Whoa, there's a lot going on. What does this mean to you today? I have, let me see how many things. I think four things. Yeah, four things to share with you on this Friday morning. As I get into these four things now, I want you to open up your heart, rid yourself of all distractions, lock in. Four things. Number one, here we go. Look at me. It's only a matter of time. This is what I've been teaching in this series, right? Faith and patience. It's only a matter of time. This series is about living by faith, believing God, you know, to dream God-sized dreams and, and to open up your heart to God's best. That's the faith part. But then you need the patience part. The patience part is to hold on long enough to see what God said. Well, Joseph had faith and patience. He held on for 22 years for the dream to come to pass. And 13 of those 22 years, he had a hard time. 13 of those 22 years, man, were some of the hardest years of his life, but he held on. He held on until his breakthrough came. He held on until God's dream was manifested. And I trust that this series is helping you to hold on. This series is helping you to believe God. This series, in this series, I know that it has happened. I've gotten the testimonies. God has resurrected dead dreams. Stuff, you, you there's some people that had aborted God's best. And in this series, God brought it back up to you saying, no, I still want to do it. I'm still going to bless you, son. I'm still going to bless you, daughter. And so now I'm saying to you, it is only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before you see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. So you should live with an expectation of manifestation every day because it's only a matter of time. The time came for Joseph and the time will come for you if you don't give up. Got it? All right. Number two, God sent you to this planet to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. You are a world changer. You, you are an atmosphere setter. You are on this planet to leave a mark in this world. God bless Joseph. God blessed him with wisdom. God blessed him with favor. God blessed him to get in a position where he was able to save millions of lives. The grain that they saved during the seven years of plenty, this was grain that became a blessing to Egypt, and it also became a blessing to the, the people from all the surrounding areas. People from other nations were being blessed because of Joseph. People from other nations were being blessed because of one man that had the favor of God on his life. J Joseph was able to do it because of God. He acknowledged that it was God. But here's my point. My point here is that God can use one man. When I say man, I mean male and female. So God can use one man to, to bless a business, to bless a city, to bless a nation, to bless a region, to bless the whole world. Listen, God will put you somewhere and, and God sends you, sends you into, let's say, 
let's talk about the um the systems of this world. So maybe you're in the in the in the financial system, right? In in, in global finance, God sends you into that system. Maybe you're in education. God sends you into, into that system. Maybe you're in media and entertainment. God sends you into that system. Maybe you're in the military. God sends you in, into that system. Maybe you're, you know, business. God sends you into that system. God sends you into a system. And then at first, God gives you favor with the people in that system. And then the point there is that God wants you to impact the people that are in that system. But if you walk with God long enough, God will raise you up to bless the whole system. You know what I'm saying? So God sends us into this world. He wants us to have to affect with effects and influence the people of this world and the systems of this world. The Bible says that the kings of the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. How is that going to happen? It's going to happen through us. But we have to believe God. We have to believe God on a greater level. We have to believe God that, that we can be who it is that God has called us to be. But let me just say this. When you start dreaming like that and, and you open up your heart and God, God is able to speak to you unfiltered, right? And you start to dream on God's level and you open up your heart to the size of that type of assignment like Joseph did, then let me remind you that the greater the assignment, the greater the attack. The greater the assignment from God, the greater the attack from the enemy. So you are going to have to have patience and endurance, and you're going to have to hold on, and you're going to have to have grit and determination and stick to itiveness. And you gotta you gotta keep going no matter what. But if you do, you will you will impact the people of this world, the whole system that God sent you into, and then you will leave a legacy of righteousness that will be felt for generations to come. Long after you are gone, the ripple effects of the anointing that's on your life will still be felt in this world. Say amen to that. Number three, this is why God is not opposed to earthly prosperity. And I know that a lot of people have, have an issue like poverty spirit or, or money's been vilified or whatever. Listen, God is not opposed to earthly prosperity. If you read the Bible, God made lots of people rich. And don't, don't give me this, oh no, rich and spiritual things. Listen, God, listen, I got it. Spiritual things too. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm talking about rich. I mean, God made people rich. God made Joseph rich in this text. God made Abraham rich. God, God made David rich. I'm, God made Solomon rich. Solomon was the richest man on the planet. Listen, stop it. Stop fighting against it. Just open up your heart to whatever God wants to do. God is able to give you prosperity with a purpose and money with a mission. Why? So that you can make an impact on this planet, in this world. The plan that God gave Joseph made a positive impact on the region, yes, but it also made Egypt rich. It also made Joseph rich. It also made Joseph very powerful. And Joseph, when he was in that position, had to remember the purpose of his prosperity. He had to remember that it was not just for him. He was like, oh man, I got you covered. Tell my daddy. Tell, matter of fact, bring everybody. He said, bring everybody. I got you all covered. You got to remember that you are blessed to be a blessing. The blessing of Abraham was on Joseph. And guess what? The blessing of Abraham is on you. Read, uh, um, Galatians 3 and 14. Galatians 3 and 14 says that because of Jesus, the blessing of Abraham is now on the Gentiles. So yes, accept the blessing of Jesus. The blessing of Jesus, spiritual blessings. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Holy Spirit gifts, got you, right? I mean, the gifts of the Spirit because of Jesus, got it. Spiritual blessings, check. But because of Jesus, we get the blessing of Abraham, which was not spiritual. Abraham never laid hands on anybody. Abraham never spoke in tongues. Abraham never healed the sick. None of that. Abraham's blessing, God made him rich in, in cattle and silver and gold. So we have the blessing of Jesus and the blessing of Abraham. 
Say amen to that. Stop fighting against it. So listen, um, Joseph was in this position where his family was struggling, like everyone else at the time. And he said, no, I want you to come to Goshen. Goshen was, it means drawing water. Goshen, Goshen was a place uh, on the border of Egypt and Arabia, not far from the Nile River. And it means drawing water because it was one of the few places in Egypt where it rained all the time. So, so now they said that it was like, it was watered with showers from heaven. So he was living in the best place, in the best land. He had the best of everything. And he said, now that I am blessed to be a blessing, I, I want to be, I want to, I want to release this to other people. I, I want to be generous with what it is that God has blessed me with. I want to be a blessing to other people. I'm not selfish. I want to be there for other people. Now, this is what God can do. God can do this through anybody. But and, and but let me just say this, because I was raised on food stamps, government cheese, welfare. My wife was raised with no running water, no electricity. One of the hardest things for us to do has been to, to, to open up our heart to say yes to God, for God to put us in position to be a blessing to other people. Because a lot of times we were just focused on us, which leads me to my last point uh, uh, as I close out this message. Number four, this last point is critical. Look at me. You have to accept the grace and the responsibility to walk in God's best for your life. There comes, this comes with a responsibility. Why? When God blesses you richly and you remember that the purpose of the blessing is to be a blessing, that, that God puts you in a position to have more than enough so that you could be a blessing to other people, if you fail to be that blessing, like, like let's say if you hold on to a poverty spirit, poverty mentality, and you say, well, God gave me a lot, but you know what? We ain't going to give nothing to nobody because you know I wanna, I'm afraid of running out. Well, let me tell you something. If you're afraid of running out and you're not generous and you don't give and you don't do what God leads you to do, if you're afraid of, of running out, then what you fear is going to come upon you and you're going to run out. But God will lead you to have faith in running over. If you keep walking with God and do what he tells you to do, you have to release. You have to sow so you can reap. And if you let go, believe me, you will run over and you will never run out. The apostle Paul said it this way in 1 Timothy 6 and 18. He said, command the people who are rich in this world to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous, and to be willing to share. Paul didn't say, oh, no, 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 no. If you're rich in this world, that's bad. Get rid of the money. No, he was saying, he wasn't saying money's bad. He's saying, no, this is what you need to do. If God has blessed you in this world, then you should be a blessing. You should be generous. God didn't send you just to this planet to be focused on yourself. God sent you to this planet to be a blessing to other people. But you can't offer something you don't have. You can't lead where you haven't gone. You can't be a blessing to someone else. If it, Let me just say it this way, and it's not just money. I can't give spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, you know, or I can't give peace if I don't have peace. I can't give love if I don't have love. But God gives you an overflow so that you can bless others out of your overflow. You just got to stop putting limits on God and believe God on his level. As I close, let me just say this. I know that there's some people that say, hold on, Rick, I hear what you're saying, but I don't know. I just want, I'm humble. I just want enough for me and my four and no more, like for me and my family. All I need is enough for me and my family and I'm good. And, and I'm just focused on going to heaven. And I'm, I, I got you. And I, I, and I believe me, I know that your heart is in the right place. And that sounds holy. And that sounds spiritual. And that sounds humble. But you know what it really is? It's selfish. 
It's selfish because you're only focused on yourself. You should want everything that God wants for you to have so that you could do what he birthed you to do. You can't feed someone if you don't have food yourself. You can't help pay someone else's bills if you can't pay your own bills. You can't, like, you, you, you're just not in a position. Our God is a God of overflow, and he wants you to be a blessing out of that overflow. And he's not opposed to you having more than enough, but watch this, it comes with a responsibility because then they're going to be more... The more you have, the more demands there's going to be on it. The more you have, the more you have to manage. And some people don't want to deal with that. But the same God that gives you the overflow gives you the grace to deal with it. So as I close, let me say this. The purpose of your prosperity is evangelism. God can give you, like I said, money with a mission, prosperity with a purpose. And the goal is, here's the ultimate goal, so that the world can see Jesus in us. The reason why Isabella and I, once we can travel again, you know, we go and give out backpacks and feed the poor or feed prisoners in the Dominican Republic. And our ministry does this and, and does that. And we're, we're going out there. Why? Number one, it does take money to do that. But why are we doing that? So that the world can see Jesus. So that these kids that we're ministering to can see Jesus. The goal is Jesus. The goal is not us. The goal is always him. So you take whatever God has called you to do. Open up your heart to God's best and don't fight it. Whatever God, listen, is it work? Heck yeah, it's work. Isabella and I are more busy today than we've ever been, right? And so, I mean, and we don't have to be. Like, I mean, we could chill, but God didn't send you to this planet to chill. God, you only get one life. You only get one shot at this thing. So make the most of it. I am determined to get out of me everything that God placed in me before the world began. And I trust that you live the same way. God sent you to this planet for a reason. Your job is to find it, follow it, and finish it before you die. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I expand my capacity to believe you. I open my heart to your blessing. I don't have to be affected by the instability of this world. The global economy is not my source. You are my source, Father. Therefore, I live a strong and stable life. I expect to be blessed so I can be a blessing to others. I am blessed and I am able to offer an alternative to dire situations. And when others accept the alternative, you are glorified and their lives are changed. I am a conduit of your blessing in this world which is why I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. Put in your email address there. Click the subscribe button. I'm telling you, go to today's word. Go to YouTube. I have lots of stuff. I'm going to be gone for a week. I'm really looking forward to it. I love you. God loves you more. Listen, what I share with you today, I know people don't like to talk about money. People get funny when you talk about money. But, but this is something we have to get over. Open up your heart. I mean, you, all I want is whatever God wants. You should want whatever God wants for you. Stop fighting God's blessing. Receive it. Walk in it and be a blessing to others. I love you. God loves you more. I will see you a week from Monday. God bless you.